Hey, it's Still Sober with John Rabin, episode 171, posting on October 5th, 2021. How are you? If you're a sober person, I hope you're staying sober. If you're not a sober person, I hope you're staying sane. You can email me at uh, stillsoberpod at gmail.com for any kind of uh, questions or uh, neutral to positive comments. <laughs> ah, I've just never gotten all that information out at the beginning. I tend to like immediately start rambling about something. So I kind of wanted to uh, be at least start the uh, podcast sounding like I was all business, even though mm, mm, finally last two episodes have been kind of uh, rushed through. This one also is actually this. This will be the uh, uh, about half of that, like half rushed. Um, and then next week, I think I'm back into uh, the swing of things back into um, a routine where I'm recording every, you know, either the Sunday, Monday before, and then it posts on Wednesday and uh, just kind of going. And um, I think I'm going to get back into the routine uh, fully. I'm halfway back into the routine. All the moving's done. I'm finally out of that old apartment. Got all the stuff. Turned in the keys. That was great. And I'm not going to talk shit about the place until after everything is finalized and we see what they do. All right, all my problems with them with the uh, corporation that bought the place because it's changed management companies two, three times, at least three times since I've been there. Um, but it, you know, all that, it all comes down to, you know, will I break even with how little or how much, depending on your point of view, I clean the apartment before I left and whether I get, you know, whether I get any of the deposit back or whether I just break even, say, sorry, you're not getting any of the deposit back. That's fine. I, I didn't actually remember if I even put a deposit down. It was seven and a half years ago. Can't remember. Don't know if I did. Um, however, if it turns out that they try to bill me, <clears throat> After being there for seven and a half years, seven and a half, almost eight years, yeah. After being there for that long, if they have the balls to sit there and try to charge me because I didn't clean an oven that they were going to throw away and they need to throw that oven away because it was old when I moved in in 2014. Um, if they try to charge me any additional fees... Then I'm going to talk shit. Not only will I talk shit, I will be guests on every one of my friends' podcasts and every podcast I can just to talk shit about them. And I hate doing other people's podcasts. I don't hate it. I just, uh, I would prefer not to. So I don't. Um, very often. So we'll see what happens. But as of right now, everything seems cool. No communication. 
because they'll probably do it by mail and it hasn't gotten here. That's fine. Um, so, you know, mum's the word. Everything's fine. Um, I do like the new, new, our new location up in Northwest Austin in the burbs. I may have mentioned this before, but you know, the place is better when you're the only complex you know like our townhouse complex is the only quote-unquote apartment you know like complex in the area and then it's nothing but houses so we're like the uh the negative influence and that's great it's nothing but up i i know i've said that before about how um don't have to deal with the Loud, drunk college students, you just have to deal with loud children in the middle of the afternoon as opposed to at night. It's about, they sound the same, it's just different times of the day, um, and you ignore them the same way. It's great. Um, I also, like everything from the old place to the new place can be, uh, I, can, I can describe it just like this. I go to Lowe's now instead of Home Depot. And it's cleaner and everybody's more friendly as opposed to everybody walking around not giving a shit whether you need help or not. Everybody that works there. And it's all crowded versus Lowe's, which has, uh, it has a less selection of paint than you would normally like, but that's fine. If you really need paint, then you can brave Home Depot and order it online and get it delivered. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but that's basically it. for everything. It's represented. It's it's represented by the difference between Lowe's and Home Depot. That's the name. The neighborhoods are almost exactly the same. My neighborhood is more of a Lowe's and no more of the Home Depot. And there are aspects that I'm going to miss, but not as much as the stuff that I'm not going to miss. Hang on for a second. I had to uh, pause it because the cat was using the cat box and you could hear this scooping of the litter like clearly. I don't know if you could hear it as much on the, uh, you know, rewind it and uh, listen for the cat scratching uh, in her litter box. No, it doesn't matter. It was distracting to me, so I paused it. But yeah, that's the difference between Lowe's and Home Depot. Another difference is the... uh, Oh, she's running around now and playing. Another difference is is that there's a vape shop um, one block from where I live that has the uh, the vape stuff that I like, the tobacco, like e-juice e- or whatever, um, versus the quote-unquote vape shop Planet K that was across the street from where I lived that didn't carry the stuff that I wanted but be like, well, sorry, we don't have it. Would you like a bong or whatever? You know, and it's just like, no, I don't, I don't want a bomb. How about some incense or a sex toy? That's okay, Planet K. I appreciate it. Thanks. So, yeah, so I like the new, um, the complex is very quiet, except for right across the uh, court, little tiny courtyard from where I live, there's a um, redneck dude and his wife, 
and um, they listen to um, either. I mean, they listen to country. But sometimes, but if she chooses the music, they listen to 80s. Like, like real, like, basic 80s or real basic, like, um, the first time we visited the place, they were, you know, they're outside on their porch um, drinking and smoking uh, after work. And, um, you know, Song of the South by Alabama was playing. It was just, it was very like, well, there you go. And um, then the next time when we came to get the keys and check the place out for the first time, Neon Moon by uh, Brooks and Dunn were playing. So this is the kind of thing. And I was like, oh, I wonder if they're going to, and it was like kind of a red flag for me. It's like, they're always out there drinking every afternoon after they get off work. Cause that's what you do. And that's fine but they're always talking and their music's playing. I'm like, I wonder if they're going to be a problem. So when we started to move in, I met the guy. The guy came down and introduced himself. I'm not going to say his name, so we're going to say Gary because that's the name I use all the time, either on stage or on this podcast. So Gary is like overtly friendly, like really like too much, like too much wanting to help or be in my bullshit, which I kind of, you know, just like, oh, do you need help with anything? Or I noticed your bike, you know, that's really brave of you having it out here, but we'll, you know, we'll keep an eye on it for you. You know, if you want, I can uh, build a ramp in this, this storage unit. Maybe we could roll up the, and I'm like, no, nah, you know what? That's, that seems excessive. Thank you. Um, so I was kind of, I don't know. I, I just, uh, I was like, but, but to me, I was like, if, th- if this is the quote unquote problem neighbor that I have to deal with, that's way better than the multiple problem neighbors that we had at the other complex. There's, um, one woman in particular who is, uh, crazy. No, she's not crazy. She's emotionally unstable and an alcoholic. Let's be accurate. So, um, but I don't have to deal with her anymore. So, um, so this is, I was like, this is fine. You know, just every once in a while. So we're like moving all week. And as you know, as I'm moving, I'm coming out and I'm listening to everything and, um, nothing's going to stop us now was playing by, you know, starship. And, um, so they immediately start, you know, the wife brings up Oh, do you remember that movie, Mannequin? So they start talking about Mannequin, and they get into a debate while I'm unloading from the car to the place. So the debate goes on for a while because I take several trips. But the debate was about whether or not Arsenio Hall was in Mannequin playing the, you know, the uh, interior designer or the, uh, yeah, the, the supporting actor in Mannequin who was not Arsenio Hall, but they were debating it for a while. So I'm like, well, this is going to be, you know, it's, and, and the best part about it is, is that they're blaring music. And I say blaring as in they're not, it's a reasonable level that they're playing in the apartment with the window, you know, with the door open and they're out on the, on their porch. Cause it's a second floor, uh, unit. And so it's at a reasonable level. You can't hear it inside your, your, 
your own place. They're talking at a reasonable level outside, even, you know, with a little bit of a buzz going on. So it's like this is... I'm kind of envious, honestly, because this is what is considered, you know, functioning, a functioning alcoholic because, you know, they drink, you know, you drink every night, drinking Lone Star every night at the same time, just enough before you got to go to bed to get up and go to work the next day. Then you get off work, then you unwind by having some beers. And that's, you know, you could technically call that an alcoholic, but it's a functioning alcoholic. They seem fine. They seem happy. I don't know. Do you call them alcoholics? Depends on your point of view. Depends on your perception. There's such a varying range, right? You know, that's that's one of the problems that I've always had. That's one of the many problems that I've always had with recovery programs like a 12-step program because a, a lot of people in there are immediately, it's, a, it's like the alcoholic stamp. You know, this is our treatment plan. This is our steps. Once you determine you've got the stamp of alcoholic on you, once you admit it and you take the stamp and then you can use the program that is not customized in any way like therapy, um, you know, it's just either black or white. It's either this or this. Are you normal or are you an alcoholic? You know, it's varying degrees. Anyway, they get off track. But, I mean, seriously, this is, you know, a lot of people in recovery would call them alcoholics. But they seem fine. Yeah, but what happens in, the, in private? I don't care. I don't deal. I don't live there. They're fine, you know. So, but it did kind of bug me how, like, like, cause I, cause I watched Gary and like, he would talk to everybody in the complex and I was like, man, that guy's really nosy. I hope that's not a problem. So we get the, uh, you know, once we're all moved in and everything, you get the check-in sheet there's like a you know the sheet that to where you check out the all the all the, the all the amenities all the things you know none of the little windows are all the windows working how's the fridge is the fridge light work like do you, you check it off to make sure so that you know they can then compare afterwards after you move out you know how you left it I guess or whatever it's 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 a, whatever it's that thing that you you turn in so we so I go. Then I have to uh, take care of some business at the at the apartment complex, the property office for our complex and different ones at this other location. So I go in there with the sheet and everything, and I've been talking to uh, to a person on the phone every time you know to set up everything. Um, so I'm expecting her to be there. But I walk in, and she's not there. It's somebody else who's working there. You know who's working there? Gary. Gary works for the property. Oh. That's why he kind of takes ownership to, hey, if you anything that you need, it's because he's, he's an employee. He's part of the whole system. And he's taking ownership of the place where he lives. 
that's kind of a problem. If he turns out to be a problem, that's going to kind of suck because I can't report him to him. But it at least explains why he's all up in my shit. He just wanted to make sure everything was cool. They asked me how things were going. Things were fine. I'm like, yeah, I've, uh, you know, I said we're parking our bikes our two scooters at this one spot. I'm like, if there's any problem, um, if we're in anybody's way, just let me know. I'll move. He goes, oh, no, it's no problem. You also got it in a good spot. If somebody's messing with it, my dog will start barking. Dog's name is Rooster. Sorry to out Rooster. That's his real name. Sorry to out Rooster on the internet uh, through uh, through my podcast. I, I did that, and I apologize. I could not come up with, you know, Gary the dog. Um, but, yeah, that's the thing. It's, uh, but you know what? It, it also kind of hit me in the mouth of the, uh, you know, presumption. I was v- being very presumptuous, very assumptive, as, assumptive and presumptuous of, of my neighbor as being, oh man, these drunk rednecks. Oh, you mean the employee of the, <laughs> the apartment complex who's super nice and is, uh, listens to music at a reasonable level and enjoys himself? Yeah. Is that a problem, John? Somebody else enjoying themselves? So, Gary's great, by the way. Everything's fine. So, it actually makes me feel better. Because, you know, he's he's always around. And he's like, if you need anything, just let me know. Goddamn right I will, Gary. I'll let you know. Oh, one last thing. Before I take off, I gotta, I gotta go, you guys. Um, one, but so yesterday, from when I'm recording this, so so for your for your reference, Monday, um, there was a there was a thing that happened, which was Facebook and Instagram and WhatsApp went down for like six hours. Uh, it's interesting timing considering they, there was a uh, whistleblower uh, testifying about Facebook being and Instagram being harmful to children and to our society. And then that same day, I think that they made the decision to cut everybody off. They're like, they're like, let's cut them off and let them go through withdrawals. Then we'll give them back their fix. That's just, that's exactly like, oh, we'll make them want us. Oh, they have a problem? Let's, let's let them go through withdrawals this afternoon while they're, you know, while they're at work. They should be working, but they want to check their likes. Oh, yeah. They want to scroll. They can't do it. They may actually have to do their jobs. Oh, the horror. They'll be withdrawing for sure. They'll be going nuts, and then we'll bring it back, and they'll be thankful that they can get back on social media again. That's what we'll do. Or a server went out. I don't know. Either way. But here's the thing about that. My wife and I did not notice... We had no idea. And that makes me feel good about where we're at. That it just, you know, 
I check Instagram once in the morning and then once in the evening. It didn't happen then. So I had no idea until I read the news the next day. And I went, oh, really? And it sounds like bragging. And maybe it is. But not really. It's more of telling that if you didn't know that it went down and you tried it more than once. No, if you, if you didn't know, excuse me, if you didn't know that it went down, that means you're not jumping online on social media every hour or every couple of hours. And you're in a good spot with your relationship or lack thereof with social media. That's how I think. If you know that if you yourself discovered that the uh, that Facebook or Instagram was down and you checked it multiple times and kept going back, you may want to think about stepping away. It might not be good for you. Unless, now the caveat to this is exactly what I was saying earlier, which is, you want to get on Facebook or Instagram because you're avoiding a job. You're avoiding work. You're killing time and your job doesn't matter in your office. You know what? I can, I can attest. I, that's fine. That's, I get it. It still might be an issue if you keep, instead of going, eh, whatever, I'll look at something else. Uh, yeah, if you if it if you were upset that it was down, it's time to reconsider your relationship to social media and how it might be affecting your mood. That's all I'm saying. And I say that every, I know I I say this shit at like almost every week about hey, social media may not be healthy healthy for you. You may want to think about cutting back or getting the fuck off of it, but. Yeah, maybe. Maybe avoid Twitter altogether. I don't know. Anything super important that pops up on Twitter, they just write a news article about it anyway. So you can just kind of look at the news and go, oh, did you see what happened on Twitter? Which is just a weird news artic- article, quote unquote, to, to be reading. But, uh, you know, I see that all the time. I've... I, I, I've seen I've seen a news story, quote unquote, um, that was basically informing, and CNN has done this, by the way, um, informing everybody about the information provided in one Instagram post. Like like no added information, just like described what the photo is, then actually put the photo in the article along with the link that takes you directly to the Instagram post that you could then look at the picture and read what's going on and get all the information you need. Except that the article continues and repeats all the information, summarizes it, then does quotes of the, the uh, what it just summarized in order to increase the, uh, the word count and make it feel like a, a legit article. Anyway... I'm just saying, you could do that. That's available. You could you could read those things as opposed to just scrolling through, uh, you know, 
people trying to be funny or trying to um, be uh, righteous. Huh. Trying to be right, righteous, or funny, or all three, the trifecta, that all social media justice warriors who uh, call themselves comedians but aren't really, uh, that's what they strive for, the trifecta. I don't know. I guess what I, all I'm saying is maybe, maybe cut down a little bit on the social media. Just just g- give yourself a break. Maybe, I don't know, do something else. I'm not saying you have to do your job. That seems mean. Just do something else. All right. Well, I'm going to, uh, we'll, we'll get back to uh, everything will be normal. Business as usual next week. Um, you know, I'm officially all moved in. No more talking about it. It just, it took up all my, you know, it, I was just going. It was, it was, I was working, moving, or sleeping for two and a half straight weeks. So it's, uh, it's nice to be kind of getting back into, uh, you know, football's fucking nuts. Um, I love the NFL. Um, so it's good, you know, I'm easing back into it. So, Business as usual next time. Uh, Thanks for joining me. This is Still Sober with John Rabin. We'll see you next week. Later.